ultimate power in the universe. Let's go. This is your radio, your station. Chip Lockett, and I have a, a great, great guest on the show. Dave Barenfield. Why don't you say hello to the crowd, Dave? Good morning, Chip, or good evening, Chip. Sorry. Sorry. Good evening. Uh, great to be here. Great to be on the Chip Lockett show tonight. Yeah, and we got some great topics to go over. We're really going to focus on a, a relevant content session. We have the two drafts coming up in a few weeks for the NBA. I'm sorry, the NFL, and then this summer, obviously, we'll get to the NBA. But um, I actually wanted to start with the NFL draft. And let's talk a little bit about just the best five guys, maybe three to five core guys coming out and where you think they're going to land. You said uh, NFL draft here starting? Or? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's run with NFL to start. Oh, well, okay. I mean, number one, clearly, I'm a big fan of Saquon Barkley. I think he's um... – the new generation, Barry Sanders, looks a little bit, you know, like Walter Payton, Terrell Davis. He's just a hybrid playmaker, and quite frankly, I think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, I, I think you're right on that one. He's one of those guys that you watch on film, and it's not – you don't have to look at the numbers on what running backs are successful in the league coming out of the draft when you watch this guy. I mean, he's got the full package, you know, huge in the passing game as, as much as he can run the ball, and – uh Really, to me, he's a combination of David Johnson and Terrell Davis. Yeah, really, really um, talented player. I think really, I, I believe in the guy from Wyoming. I know it's a small school, Josh Allen, but he's got a rocket arm. A lot of people are already saying, guys, Carson Wentz got the arm of Peyton Manning. Just one of those guys. He's mobile. He's got – but can he translate from Wyoming to just running around from – Yeah, that's that's definitely always the question with a guy like Josh Allen because you see what you had at Delaware, the Blue Hens, they had a a jewel in in Flacco when he was there. Joe Flacco, obviously big-time, big-time player, big-time contract now. And then you have guys who played also at small schools, sometimes even a little bigger, Colt Brennan, Hawaii. I mean, that team as a whole looked better when he was around, and then he just didn't pan out, so – a lot like uh, the the first situation, it's, it's actually really opposite. I should say it's it's because you can tell Barkley's going to pan out. Between Josh Allen, you just you don't know yet, but you see the potential for me, you know. Yeah, and then you know my my other guy that's going to sneak in here, probably my third favorite on the board, is Mika Fitzpatrick. Really, just um, one of those guys that you know played at Alabama. It's already an NFL style team. Great corners always translate well. I mean, this is a guy he just you know. Looks like uh, a key to leave or, you know, one of these guys that just a tough lockdown type of guy that's going to for many years to come. So I like that pick. I mean, Alabama strong competition and, and it just, it translates easily when you're a talented defensive back. So where are those three guys going? Let's hear their destinations. What are we thinking? Oh, I, I, I want to believe that the Browns will take Barkley at number one. Cause I don't see how you could not do it, but you know, they're quarterback hungry. They've, just haven't had a good quarterback since they re-became a team in 96. And it's really just, you know, it's been a, it's been bad for their fan base. So I think they're going to gamble on the quarterback. 
and go with um, Sam Darnold probably. That ultimately puts Barkley going to be dropping to number two at the Giants for me. I think Barkley will be the perfect plug-in uh, for OBJ, Eli Manning. They all get healthy. That team's going right back to the playoffs and probably the NFC title game, if not the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. Barkley's headed straight to the dog pound. If I had to round out the rest of those guys, Mika Fitzpatrick, he's a guy that would fit in so well in Indianapolis, and uh, they really need some help on defense. I can see him heading there, no question. Um, and then the other person we talked about up there, Josh Allen, that to me is is all Giants. It's just got the Giants written all over it. New York needs a quarterback. Eli Manning knows that he's – no longer that rock they lean on, guys. And uh, Josh Allen saying all the right things as a, quite frankly, just as a, a Caucasian who the media already loves, he's really going to spin this ball the right way. So that's that's what I think. Um, we'll be right back. We're taking a quick break, folks. Don't go anywhere as we do have more to come. Uh, here's a little snippet on Barkley from the draft analysts. I mean, man, you heard Jim Irsay talk the other day about, you know, adding a running back, trying to help Andrew Luck that way. And, um, you know, uh, 20 years ago, it was Peyton Manning in 1998, and then Edger and James came along in 1999. And obviously, Edger and helped Peyton's development um, in his early years as a pro. And so I think the Colts would look at him at number three. I think he'd be in play that early. You know, Cleveland could take him at number four um, after taking a quarterback first overall. We saw last year how much having a great young running back helped in Dallas. You know, when they were breaking in Dak Prescott, having Ezekiel Elliott there, was huge for Prescott. And so you see the comparisons, guys. Um, a, a, lot of, a lot of different things being brought to the table. Um, let's jump over to the NBA now. I really want to go over that, uh, really talk about some high-level prospects and uh, go over the playoffs in general. Um, how do you see the West shaking out, Dave? I mean, I know we talked about this last Thursday in Edinburgh over those crumpets, but where do you put this thing on paper today? For playoffs, NBA playoffs. Yeah, I mean, how's how's the West going to shake out? Let's start with that. Uh, I think ultimately the Warriors are just, you know, they're the, they're the favorites. They're going to have a cakewalk. Um, you know, Thunder got better. Rockets are the top team. But, again, the Rockets are coached by the defenseless one, Mike D'Antoni, who struggles in the playoffs. And I think that's ultimately going to be the meltdown there. I got the Warriors coming out in the West, likely against the Thunder. Um, In the Western Conference Finals, Warriors will just probably win that in five games and move on. Um, So that's that's my that's my prediction for the West. It would be nice to see one of those, you know, smaller teams, Jazz or Blazers, get in there. But you know, it's just it's not not their year when there's a super team out in Golden State. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's going to come down to a a seven-game series for Golden State and whoever they play in the finals just because you're going to have Curry just now getting back to the lineup in the early, potential late second round, at worst, maybe in the first game of the Western Conference final. You certainly don't hope so if you're the Warriors, but that's a possibility. And I just think with him just getting back, it's going to be tough, but they will they were going to ride it out either way. Um, I think this this is the Rockets' year to make a deep run, but – Ultimately, once Curry comes back, it just won't make a difference, guys. Yeah, yeah, totally see that. And, um, you know, let's let's take a peek over on, onto the West. Or I'm sorry, onto the East a little bit. I know we talked about the West and everything. I mean, we got a lot of 
lot of uh, the same logos, you know, that we've seen in the past. But, uh, I mean, for me, it's kind of hard to figure it out right now because I think that the Cavaliers just got Kevin Love back. Um, That's being overlooked, definitely. LeBron James is still LeBron James. But at the same time, the Wizards could get hot. Uh, the Bucks could get hot. I'm just not sold on this Cavs team as the the package that they were. Um, but I just think because the the East is so weak, and with Boston being injured, I just I think it's going to come back to the same same Maroon Sea uh, sliding out of the East. Dave, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I really I mean I think the like you said the Wizards are going to get hot. I think they ultimately probably beat the Celtics at some point if they match up early on. I think Giannis gets hot, but it's not enough to overtake a one seed. And um, I, I believe, you know, LeBron is still the best player on the planet. So the Cavs, I believe, are headed to the Eastern Conference Finals and then eventually to the NBA Finals. They'll probably end up beating, guys, the 76ers. It'll be the fairy tale matchup. LeBron, LeBron Jr. to come. You know, the bench is deep over there in Philadelphia. Saric, J.J. Redick, Robert Covington, and Bede's coming back from the orbital fracture. Um, who's the other guy they got? Yeah. Fultz is back. So, you know, they're, they're a team that they're going to give uh, LeBron at least some wiggle room there. Cavs win at 4-2 uh, to two and move on and probably lose to the Warriors. And now that you mentioned to me probably lose to the Warriors, let's walk through the finals real quick. I don't know if you can just walk through that if it's a 4-3 match, but I might sleep through it, I'll tell you that. Um, the only way I'd be less bored is if I was a 40 40- one-year-old mailman, uh, you know, for the USPS, married to a lady that cooks the same dish every night. But luckily, not yet. Not yet. So um, how is that going to shake out? I'll be awake probably, maybe. But this isn't going to be the most exciting finals if it's Warriors-Cavs, and it's going to really drop the ratings. Um, Warriors and six, they're just they're the better team. They'll game plan to stop LeBron. And without Kyrie around to hit late shots, that's just it's it's a one on three game at the park, guys. Yeah, you just at this point, you know, it's how good is Kevin Love going to play? You know, LeBron is going to average a triple double in those finals. He's playing the best basketball of his career at thirty three. Unbelievable. I mean, it's really unbelievable. He's going to roast Kevin Durant in the one on one matchup this year. Um, but yeah, ultimately the Warriors are just too deep. There's too many shooters. It's a different league. And, uh, yeah, Warriors are going to win it in six games. Kevin Love might or may not have a good game. But then again, if he plays at a 2020 level for just one series and shows us that he's still got something left and LeBron goes triple-double, we could have a seven-game series that comes down to just Hollywood methodical referee calls and just a last-shot buzzer beater for the history books. But ultimately, unless that happens, Warriors, they're taking it. Yeah, I I think I would have to – say that's about as accurate as we can get um we are going to go ahead and take a dive over into this upcoming nfl season so not we're not going to talk about what happened last year the last couple months we're going to peek into the crystal ball and take a quick guess at uh how this thing's going to shake out guys and dominican sue a lot of new faces don't go anywhere quick break and while you're on this remember camelback toyota the only bet on a camel where you're still going to pay a lot of money.
the 2018 NFL season. It'll be here before you know it, guys. Um, the off season's really blurring by for me. I, I don't know if it's all the talk of just bad news and school shooters or the hype of the NBA draft, but things are really starting to blur by for me. I don't know, Dave, what, I mean, you're one of the barren fields. Dave, obviously, oh, like we talked about on the show earlier, a long history of uh, being an oilman, you know, in that family. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you think this, uh, this upcoming NFL season is going to hold. Who's the surprise team? And uh, who's your Super Bowl matchup? Uh, I think my uh, surprise team this year is going to be the Chicago Bears in the NFC. And I think in the AFC, the surprise team will be the Colts with a healthy Andrew Luck. Um, But ultimately, none of that will matter as I think, you know, we're going to see one of the three or four to six power teams that are usually up there at the top. You're going to see Steelers again, Patriots. I think Saints come back for another run. I think the Falcons come back for another run. And then, of course, the reloaded Rams and Eagles. Those are going to be your core competitors this year. Um, but ultimately, I see the Rams and the Patriots in the Super Bowl this year. And um, we could probably see Tom Brady walking away with number six and just headed into an Instagram and vegetarian lifestyle as a retired father of two. I, I like it. It's, it's pretty conventional. You would think that is probably what's going to happen. I spent a lot of time thinking about that this morning, and it's, it's hard for me to wrap my head around a solid prediction because this offseason still hasn't played out, and there's a lot of additions that have yet to come. There's some moving pieces. Odell Beckham Jr., obviously there's some talk with him there. He might not be playing in New York when the season kicks off. And um, there's, just, there's a lot of things that need to happen, but I think when you, when you try to swing in the dark, that's what it feels like. I would say it's going to be Vikings and Patriots. And I think I just trust Bill Belichick to reload. You know, that's the, you could call me predictable and maybe it is, maybe they just come out flat and I tried to rest on the, the Tom Brady name, but I just think Belichick's going to load up. And if he doesn't load up, he'll trade a couple rounds draft picks, maybe one and two for an impact guy. Speaking of Odell Beckham, he might be, that trade bait, but uh, we'll see what happens. I think Vikings Patriots just because Brady's back, Gronkowski's back. I think Edelman will stay healthy, and the Vikings that defense is easily the best defense in the NFC. So it's just a matter of uh, Kirk Cousins managing a football game and getting in that mindset, and he can do that. So, yeah, also Dalvin Cook coming back from the knee injury, and then huge seasons from Diggs and uh, exactly. Dylan. Treadwell. I mean, it's there. It's a loaded team. Kyle Rudolph, another All Pro season. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be tough too as well. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a great season, and, and we're really excited to get down into it, guys. If you have any questions, go ahead and call into the show. Chip Lockett, Dave Barenfield. We're here talking sports, and um, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, if you don't call in, hey, you're gonna wish you did because. You might as well throw your predictions out there because we got it all off season. And right now, guys, everybody's right. I mean, until it doesn't happen, you can dream. So give us a call. Dave, uh, what were you saying earlier about when we were talking about the NFC West? Um, 
who for me the question is who comes in in that second spot because it's you know who's coming in at number one but between Seattle, um, you know, and uh, L.A., and then one can now make a case that Jimmy Garoppolo has the 49er smile, guys, with John Lynch behind him. I mean, who's going to get that number two spot? Uh, I think it's going to be the 49ers. I think just a full season of Garoppolo after years of wizardry behind Brady and Belichick. I mean, this guy's undefeated as a starter. Um, yeah. He's only played in, in a few games. Um, but you know, that, that still tells me that, you know, he's just, he's just more than ready. He's playing, he was playing with the skeleton crew in Philadelphia or in uh, San Francisco. And, uh, my God, I mean, just, just looked real good out there. Just the second coming of Joe Montana. I don't know. Um, so we'll see. And then you add Richard Sherman to that. So, you know, he's a good locker room guy for that defense. Give him a shake up and, um, yeah, it could be fun. John Lynch, definitely a Good business guy in a suit, so you know, good things to come from the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, one other thing that we do want to cover before uh, we're going to wrap this show up again, guys. This was just a little teaser, a little preview into episode one of what should be a long and fun sports season. Um, the last thing we want to talk about because a lot of people overlook this, but he's he's one of those guys that. He makes you at least want to throw his questions in the air. Um, here's Stephen A. Smith on Dak Prescott, and um, ultimately, here's Stephen A. Smith on how he feels about Dak Prescott as a football player, guys. To, to do, I, would, I don't want to say it has nothing. Dak Prescott was a stud. Dak Prescott was one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL last year. I totally respect that. Could you do me a favor, please? Could you give me more than one year? Could you give me more than a rookie year? <laughs> Could you get, can, I mean, can, 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 can we give this guy an opportunity to take off his diapers and put on his big boy pants, meaning that after you've had a year under your belt, after teams have had an opportunity to watch extensive film on your work, they can't be caught by surprise because they're very, very unfamiliar with you. Can we see what you're doing at that particular moment in time before we're ready to anoint you as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, I mean, can we at least have the decency to do that just because he's wearing a star on his helmet and playing in a billion-dollar playpen and he's a member of that Dallas Cowboys? We're supposed to sit up here and rave about him being top 10 overall. Darren Woodson is a veteran. Darren Woodson is a is a Super Bowl champion. And if I sat up there and somebody was playing safety, as elite as they may have been their rookie year, and they came and they said, Dan, this dude top 10, you'd be like, whoa. Can we see what the dude does now that we've So <laughs> one of the more brighter and colorful personalities there on first take, obviously with Skip Bayless, but Dak Prescott, I mean, what's to come, man? What's this guy's how do you see this season going for him and what is his ceiling as an NFL player if if he has one? Uh, you know, he he strikes me as a guy, he's got skill, but I don't think it it'll last for a long, long time. I think you look at him as a guy who has a career similar to Dante Culpepper. I mean, maybe one, two, three, four, really, really good years maybe even. But, um, you know, inconsistencies and just um, wondering if they're mentally fully committed to the game is, is what I see. You know, great, great right. talent. You know, similar. It happens all the time. You know, got Darius Miles, guys with great talent, but they just fizzle out after a couple good years because they're just all over the place and um, they're just – they're predictable. Um, so, you know, he, but he has skills. So 
Best case scenario of Dante Culpepper. Worst case scenario of Jason Campbell and just disappears. That's an interesting take. He could be. Yeah, I mean, I think, God, Jason Campbell, you certainly hope not. That's a name that I'm glad I haven't heard in a long time when it comes to just film and as a fan because, man, he was really, really not my favorite guy to watch. But, yeah, you definitely hope that isn't your lowest and and most possible scenario if you were to tank, if you're Dak. I think think he's in line for a really big year this year. Jerry Jones, you know, he gets fined a lot. He's unconventional. He's a prick. That's just what people think. But um, he protects the quarterback, and Dak Prescott has weapons back there. You'd be dumb if you thought they weren't going to add wide receivers or some sort of other attack punch on offense in this draft. They will address it, whether that's in the first or the second round. Oh, they picked up uh, Allen Robinson from Jacksonville, I believe. No, no, Allen Robinson went to Chicago. but Oh, they picked up the other one, then Allen Hearns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're already adding to that. I think Prescott's in line for a big season. Um, I think he is going to have a great, great season. And I'm sorry, not season, a great career in Dallas. But uh, until you can win at that level, it's, you know, right now it's all just talk. So we're going to find out uh, – how that goes yeah yep well guys hey thanks for joining us um shout out to espn the playoffs really everybody involved it's a pleasure being on here with you guys april 4th 2018 this is the first and only show that we've done so Log it in your books. We'll be back. Chip Lockett. Dave Barenfield as a co-host. On the line, guys. Everybody, have a good night.